Like so whatever platform. I'm on every streaming platform. My okay. distributor sends it out. I'm on, I'm, of course, Spotify, which don't, okay. please don't listen to Spotify. Uh, they oh. don't, well, they, they don't play, they don't pay crap. Okay. For one stream, you get like point zero 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 seven cents. I mean, they're really bad. So the, okay. like I said, you know, this writers and actors strike is going right. to bleed over into musicians right. because you're creating the content that these companies. Oh, that reminds me. We went to a concert with my daughter um, for the driver error on Thursday in Orlando. I don't know. Uh, Disney, well, she used to watch Austin and Allie, and uh -huh. yeah. he became, he has his own little group now with his brother. So we went down. He's done a couple movies, and we were really excited to hear the songs from the movies. And that was one of the things he said, because of the writer's strike, he would not be playing any yeah. songs yeah. from the movie. Right. So, I mean, you had a whole arena that was bummed because a lot of us went to go hear mm -hmm. some of those songs, but because of yeah. the writer's strike, they yeah. would not. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's going to bleed over. It's it was still a great concert. Through. Shout out to it's Ross awesome. Lynch. It's gonna, it, it, it's gonna, it's gonna bleed over because people are tired of not getting paid for their content, yeah. and not getting paid accordingly. Snoop Dogg did this great interview, and he said, you know, back in the day, he says I did an album, it was nine ninety nine. You sell a million copies, the record company gets their percentage, I get my percentage. You know how many things you've done. He says now it goes on streaming. I don't even you understand have no how, idea. how what this is doing and how much I'm making and who's doing what. And, you know, I get my reports every month from stuff, and I see what I'm making, but it's pennies unless Apple Music pays well. YouTube pays well, Amazon pays well, um, Apple Music pays well because of Taylor Swift, um, who I still respect as a songwriter because her content. She's it's good. Of course, anybody that would date her is an idiot. It's an idiot because you know you're going to be a song. Because you're going to be a song. You're going to be um, a song. <laughs> you know, and she doesn't, and she really doesn't hide it. I at mean, all. If I've written a song about somebody, at you all. don't really know who it's about. But let me tell you what, Taylor Swift, you know. But she is the one who fought with uh, iTunes with Apple Music and said, no, no, no. If I'm Because if somebody buys my single, they're paying me a dollar, or now it's two dollars, dollar ninety nine, on iTunes. So if you're paying my single and you're buying it, um, then I make out of the dollar, I make seventy five percent or seventy percent of that. That comes to me, and then the other part goes. Part goes to iTunes. Part goes to my distributor. Okay, fine. Um, because you know they're doing a job, and I get right. that. But the majority should come to me because I created the content. It's all yours. So you ask where you can find it. Right now it's on all the streaming services. But coming up after I finish this album. And this one may be the first one that goes on. I'm going to remaster all the old stuff. And there's a website called Bandcamp. And you can, as an artist, you can go to Bandcamp and upload your stuff so that people can buy it digital direct. And I may actually have a thing for hard copies as well. So Is that, that like cut out the middleman? It cuts out the middleman. Okay. Bandcamp exists and you go. So if, if I put something on and you go and buy my album mm -hmm. and it's $9.99, I get $9.99. Oh, okay. And it comes directly to me. And you don't have to go through and, and you know, this thing, when I was teaching, I told the kids, because they're all talking about streaming stuff, and I said, so, you're leasing music. What? They didn't understand. And I said, well, you're renting music. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but I can listen to it anywhere, I said, as long as you have Wi-Fi. As long as you have Wi-Fi and you have the app, or and the minute you don't, and the minute you, you don't, access, and you don't now get your money back you don't have it. it, and you don't have any of that. But see, every time I buy something, I have an iPod. Still, I love it, and I put all my stuff on there. I can carry my music collection with anywhere me, you go. and it's mine. I love buying mm -hmm. CDs. Uh, one of my favorite bands, it's a steampunk band called Abney Park. Shout out to Captain Robert. Um, they decided to put all of their stuff on their website. 
And they actually, during the pandemic, they started doing a live stream for a concert. Nobody was there, but you could go and stream the concert. Now they're doing concerts and they're still doing the live stream. So I've gone to their concert. Oh, nice. Where, mm. And I'm not in California, but I can do you it. You still do it. Um, because they were talking, you know, Robert was talking about how they do, they would do Burning Man and they would do something and they want you to come and play for free. And he's like, you know, we got to get there. We got to bring our right. We're going in the middle of the desert it's, for it's, Burning Man. It's not free to get it's there. It's not free and you don't want to pay us. And he's like, you know what? We're here to be a band and we're here to make money. We're here to do our art, but we also want to make money doing our art. And I think if more people would support and, and like there's artists out there, they have merch for sale. If you got a T-shirt, if you got a hat, if you got a button, go buy that because that supports them. Yes, buying their music supports well, them. Well, let me ask this. I know I've gone to many a concerts and um, we buy the merch, but it always mm -hmm. seems like. The merch is more sold by the venue and not the no, artist. The merch at a concert is strictly the artist. The company, they might hire a company to do the booths that you see, hmm. but the majority of it goes to the artist. So okay. when you're buying, when you're buying stuff at a venue, most of that goes to the artist. There is a, there's an, a fee for, there's an, you know, cause you gotta have the people doing the work. Right. But you know, they're usually the people to travel with. And then like the merch, that. I was wondering, cause I'm like, cause the merch is not cheap. I know like, it's not. you know, anytime my daughter and I go to a concert, yeah. just in merch alone, we're, we're walking out of there for $300 oh, yeah. or, and you know, all we got is like, each, you got we each got a shirt, right? Yeah. We each got a hoodie. Yeah. The prices of t-shirts went up a lot, you know, and like um, I went to the wild and out concert and I go every year they come and I get the exact same hoodie because they just changed the color schemes and each one is like 75 fucking dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I could literally make this at home with my cricket. You could, I could, but you know, because I'm supporting the artist, and I'm that's spending the thing. 75 I don't know, fucking dollars. But and then this is, but I could literally make this for five at home. So you're talking about concerts and stuff. This is the problem with streaming. Um, you know, Mick Jagger's 70 something year old Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley are in their seventies and kiss. They're on their final tour. Okay. But Elton John's almost 80 and he did his final tour. He did the goodbye, farewell yellow brick road. And he just ended in Sweden a couple weeks ago. It's the last concert. He's not touring anymore. Well, he wants to, you know, he, his boys are small and he, they're growing up and he doesn't want to miss that. And he's getting older and he's like, you know, I'm still going to record, but I'm not going to tour anymore. And, but the reason that some of these people are out touring Motley Crue, they were out on their final tour and then they stopped and then they decided to go back out. And now Mick Mars can't play and now he's suing the rest of the band and they got John Five playing. And I'm like, what? I, why are you going back out again? You did the last tour. Well, because this is how they make their money. money. Streaming, they're not making any mm -hmm. money. You have to go get those concerts. And the, and the problem is the kids today aren't buying the music like we did. Mm -hmm. I yeah. used to go to the record store. My mom. Right. You can, you can, just, go, you can just go to YouTube and download now and uh -huh. watch the videos. They still store. have FYE in malls, and they I don't do. even know why, because everybody can download. They can YouTube it. But see, I, I like buying CDs. I like having the thing. Well, mm -hmm. back in the day, when you bought a Kiss album, it had stuff. Mm -hmm. when, you get the pamphlet with yeah, the lyrics and stuff You got stuff the lyrics inside. and pictures of the band in concert. Mm -hmm. and, and when uh, Alive 2 came out, it came out with tattoos. Mm -hmm. They put know, little they stuff in there, there. yeah. You know, when now Alice, you don't get any of that. When Alice Cooper's mm -hmm. uh, album uh, uh, Schools Out came out, it looked like a desk. And it opened like this. And when it did, the inside, the record label had And you pink, used to, and you used to buy the CDs for the cover art, too. Oh, yeah, too. for the cover mm -hmm. art. Yeah, you, you used to want the well, CDs. Well, you know, I take a lot of time in making the covers for my stuff. And it's like... There's a reason, you know, the my second album, or well, third album, third album, um, Dreams, Regrets, and Other Distractions, uh, all the images in the door are, there's an image for each song. And I did that on purpose. It looks like random mm -hmm. stuff, but if you actually pay attention and you re you're listening to it and looking at it, you're going, oh, tough boy. Oh, there you go. Because there's a little boy doing like this in there. 
and then there's a boat on the river and that's um, a song and then there's a clock that's backwards and that's wrong way round and then you know there's a thing and there's a black rose and there's a song called black rose and you know so I did that on purpose and then for nostalgic uh, uh, nostalgic pastiche, pastiche nostalgic I did it in French and nobody listens to me in France I don't know why um, I did the title in that and it was I was kind of emulating the people that have influenced me not as much as I've done you on this sang song. it in French no oh. no I wish. The Beatles did and Billy Joel did. I should probably learn something in French. You know, they did That's Michelle right. and yeah, just a little bit. I, you should teach me Spanish and I could do something in Spanish. We can. And then I could do something in, a, in a Spanish in my song and then you know, mm-hmm. we can. But I mean, you know, the thing is, these kids they they stream it and like like we were saying, once the service is gone, you don't have data. You're okay. Your family's gonna go visit the Grand Canyon. Wonderful. Don't take your phone. No. There ain't nothing there. <laughs> Uh, when you we know, were driving up 95, we hit spots, so we were like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's yeah. So, so if we die, we just out here. <laughs> we're just out here. We're just out here. Like, can't yeah. do nothing and, about you know, it. And when you're going through certain parts of Georgia, you know, you hear, right. like, <laughs> like, this, this is where we're not stopping. We're not stopping. This is here. where we're not stopping. But I mean, that's the thing is that people don't understand that you, you're, these streaming services, that's fine. And the music industry changed, but it's going to swing back, back because albums, people, I it's think not the sustainable, single, I don't think. The the streaming thing? Yeah. Well, it's not sustainable for the artist. For it's the not artist. sustainable for anybody. And eventually artists are going to go, well, you know, that's why Mick Jagger is still strutting on the stage. And so is Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. And so is Alice Cooper. And I think, too, yeah. that's why artists nowadays are such short, so short-lived. Uh-huh. Because it's so easy to put on a music, on to put something out on the stream, and you put out one song, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you move on. Yeah. And, there's, and there's no real longevity well, with kind of these younger artists nowadays, yeah. at least in my opinion. Stevie Wonder doesn't tour anymore. Every now and then he makes a guest appearance on something, but he's getting mm-hmm. older and mm-hmm. he's like, you know what, I don't need to do that. And, and he doesn't. I mean, there's not a reason, there shouldn't be a reason for that. But because of the nature of the business now, if you don't go tour, you really don't, don't make, make money, money yeah. off your songs. Because back in the day, like Snoop said, I sold a record for nine ninety nine. I made $7 off of it. Well, that 7 was mine. We sell a million of them. Right. $7 million dollars that I just up. made, you know. And... Now, granted, the record industry, the record company system that was before was a terrible thing because they would give the artist money, pay for everything, but then the artist had, had to, to pay it back, back yeah. with record sales. So they're like, wait a minute, where did all that money go? Well, and then there were pretty bad people that would steal money and stuff. That happened to Queen. It happened to Billy Joel. It's happened to a number of people. But, um, you know, new but edition. still. huh? I said, yeah, new edition. New edition. Oh, yeah. New mm-hmm. edition. They, they, big they, thing. Man, yeah. when you've seen that series, it's just like, uh-huh. dang. Yep. Thought yeah. they was making money, but they really were because they was making hits. Happened to TLC. Yeah. Happened to TLC, and it also happened to uh, New Kids on the Block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, a lot of them. Because there's some people out there that are just so heinous individuals that they will take advantage of these kids mm-hmm. because hey, without even you know, know that. Little, and, and, and time, you know, these kids, these kids see these dollar signs and they're like, oh, this is something I haven't had before. Mm-hmm. Like, let's sign. And it looks like a lot, but it's mm-hmm. not as much as you mm-hmm. really should be. be mad. By the way, I lived in Atlanta when TLC burned the house down. When oh. when left, I burned the house down. Oh. It was a big deal. I she, bet it was. It was a big deal on his, the news. He burned all his shoes. It was a big that, deal on the what news. She, and what did she see? Gosh, she had that shit on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was standing outside. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I did I'm it. Like, and we were watching it, too, and I'm going, you, are, you lost yeah, it. I was, you know? I was like, you a real bitch. But, yeah. but that's she the, was. I think and not the, in a bad way. I mean, like, she's yeah. a G. Oh, yeah, she Like, was. she a G. I think that the music industry is going to change. I think it's going to, it's not going to be what it was. Because now there's so many independent artists because it's so easy to do. I mean, I make all my music right here, but it's, it's, it's so easy to do, but it's not, um, 
like you said, it's not sustainable for the artists with the streaming service. And people are finding out, like when I told the kids, I'm like, look, you, you don't own this. Well, so, well, when you don't have a service, you don't have data, you don't have Wi-Fi, you ain't going to be listening. To right. Me. Well, I can download it on my phone. Okay. Okay. How many times you can listen to that five song? Right. Your phone so doesn't you run, hurt. So you your phone doesn't hold that much data. And, and, you know, when you get a notice from Apple saying, hey, you're using up your cloud storage um, because you're sharing it with everything, you right? You start deleting stuff. You start deleting stuff. Well, do I really need that picture of me in Santa Claus? Right. Um, <laughs> you know. Just and, did that. Yeah, I just, just did that. had to clear my stuff But I did, too. I got the notice, and it's like, you know, I don't really want to pay for it. Uh. But at some point, maybe I need to because, you know, I'm uploading videos and stuff. And the right. Like we were just having it. this discussion with our podcasting. We're yeah. like, okay, we've gotten to the point now we have to start paying for more storage. Yeah. Because if we start deleting episodes, we start losing content. Right. So, and you, you can't know, lose content. You can't lose content. All the people that, like, the people I follow on YouTube, it's like, I go back, if I just started following, I go back and start following from mm -hmm. the beginning. And I'll watch all their stuff and then catch their current things. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you want to keep the content. And so that's like... So the video that I put on Instagram and all of a sudden I've got all these hits on this video and I've got all these people liking all my videos and people following me that I've never heard of before. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of feeling like a rock star. And, uh, but I go in, I'm like, okay, now I need to make something else. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I am going to make something. Got to keep it coming. Yeah. Got to keep it going. And I'm that's gonna... kind of where we're at. So we're like, you know, every week we're having to drop something. So it's the right. consistency keeps yeah. up. The followers stay up. And yeah. You just have to stay on top of it, stay on top of it, stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. But I think, but see, I think that's wonderful because you're doing, and you're doing such a variety of stuff. Yeah. And I think that makes it more interesting because I think if you do something and you have a podcast that's the same thing every week, it's going to get boring. Right. So yeah. like this week, you've got me on here. Well, next week, you could be talking to somebody who's next an week, actor. Next week, we're talking. To, well, next week, actually, we finish our relationship series. We have a marriage oh, okay. series. Okay. And then after that, um, we move into our sex series. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, Which I know be, somebody, but... if you want to, I know somebody that would love to talk to you, and he's a voice actor. Ooh, and yeah. that's a whole different. And then what was the thing. other one we said we were going to do? Oh, uh, over here. Fit club. Oh, oh, the oh, fitness thing. Getting fit with the yeah. club. Oh, I'm trying to think. I, I don't. Because we, we want to strive for it. We're trying to yeah. get, you know. And we constantly want to do like the showcasing the local talent yeah, here in Jacksonville. Right. So that'll be like a reoccurring uh -huh. theme. So the, also. the guy I know that's a voice actor, he's, he lives here in town. Um, cool guy. And he does, I don't know that he's making tons of money, but he does voice acting. And, uh, I've and, been told I should get into that. And him, you should. And him and uh, somebody else, they're actually writing stuff and they're doing these short story things and they're publishing those so that people can read them. And do yeah. stuff. Um, you know, it, this is the thing. Like when y'all walked in, I was talking about artists from Jacksonville that nobody knew who they were when they started. Oh, I also have that on here too. Yeah, because what happens is you get local artists because there are people here in town that play all over the town, uh -huh. all over the town. There's still a click. There's a, mm, you got to know somebody. Um, but there's people that play. And nobody knows who are, who they are. Okay, Leonard Skinner was the same way. Nobody knew who Leonard. They were like we're, we're working on the local boys. That was one it. of the things is like putting up enough money so we can like lease a spot where we where can, you can do your yeah, and exactly. then we can have like you know guests come in. But we want to kind of do like a lounge, like a like uh -huh. a loungey thing where we can have mm -hmm. artists come in and like you know do showcases, you know, where you can yeah. come and play and things mm -hmm. like that just for the locals. Right. Mm -hmm. And that would be a great thing because then you're promoting them and then they promote. So people can have a, just not, not like a club set, but just like a lounge, yeah, like laid back, like sofas and stuff. Karaoke, a little bar like, area. I know yeah. the owner of two studios here in town. I'm sure they would love if you would go and do stuff with them. Um, oh, we'd love if you could make that them, introduction yeah, happen. I can do that. Um, yeah. One of them, he owns a studio that's been around for, for ages, and he actually has a band that's kind of a punk band. They're a skater punk band. 
Um, and then there's his daughter has so a band. Skater, just think of and, uh, <laughs> no, more like uh, suicidal tendencies. Um, um, <laughs> but, according to my therapist, I may have. There you go. Um, <laughs> she but, actually gave me the uh, suicide number. Was like, sounds like you might need this. And I was like, mm. no, probably not. <laughs> I was yeah. like, thanks. I would never do something like that just because I don't want somebody to have to clean up the mess. Yes. <laughs> and I think because I'm I, back and considered, I, I'm like, no, and I'm I not think the fact that. that that's what I told her was the fact she's like, oh, well, then maybe you do need this number. <laughs> I could, you know, it's funny. I could, we, we joke about it. I couldn't, I couldn't jump off a building. I don't own a gun. I have a BB gun. Right. I, go. I couldn't do that. Um, I could eat something I'm allergic to. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You know, I couldn't, I can't drown myself in the pool because I couldn't stay underwater long enough. Um, you know, although there was some lady the that did. The survival would kick in on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it was Virginia Woolf. Virginia Woolf loaded her pocket, her, her whole, she had this overcoat and she loaded it with stones and jumped in the, in the lake, in the river or something and drowned herself. Yeah, trying oh. to hold herself Yeah. Down. And she, well, she had a, a history of <laughs> That's why, that's why there's a play called Who's Afraid of Virginia? Um, but yeah, she did. I mean, and it's funny, but I, you know, I, I, that's not one of those things. And the fact that I wouldn't want to leave the mess for somebody to clean up or find it's like eh, that would be inconsiderate how would you do that you know um it's just it's so funny uh but i mean it's a serious subject but even people that well even in music there's a history of suicide oh yeah with musicians oh my god like see but see now here's the thing well, I, in, the entertainment industry, I, in the entertainment too. industry but you know i mean you have well and recently you had chester uh chester bennington and you have uh chris cornell um amazing musicians but then when you go back and listen to what they were writing it's in their music it's in their music now i find that i write and it gets stuff out and that i don't hold on to it um but you know sometimes that's not a thing and obviously that wasn't especially not if you're constantly living in that cycle yeah and like it's, it's not a real release no it's not and and you you don't really get a chance to let it go and you you know it's kind of hard so especially when the people around you are not and you know the thing I, they're not helping you well because, because they're they all don't stuck in the same cycle but they don't mm-hmm. see it either right because they're, they're stuck in the same, same cycle thing. as well and you know the thing i really hate is when something like that happens especially well, like back to gaslighting back to gaslighting um <laughs> with chester bennington with robin williams with all of these people maybe people knew maybe they didn't know but then there's people that get on and want to troll them oh well, that was just inconsiderate but okay first of all every situation is different, different. nobody knows Nobody knows what your situation is. Nobody knows what your nobody knows mine. Right. You need to respect that other people may be going through stuff. And even if they're not, it doesn't matter. Respect the fact that they might be. And don't get on the thing, well, that was inconsiderate. Well, you know what? You you're, don't know. And you're being inconsiderate. And you're being so... inconsiderate because you don't know because you haven't been there. This is not something you don't have firsthand knowledge. And until you do, shut up. If you weren't there, then you don't, you don't know. know. Exactly. And I find that really annoying because I think it's really sad that someone thought this is the only solution for whatever, right. mm-hmm. you know, and that's a really. Because we all know it's not. Well, yeah, we, we it, it's not, but they thought it was. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like we on the yeah. we on the on other the outside, side on the other know side. that there 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 was another solution. But in their mind, there wasn't. That was the thing, right? And you know, there's a great there's a Queen song called "Don't Try Suicide." <laughs> And, you know, and then there's uh, Ozzy's song, Suicide Solution, which is not about Suicide Solution. It's about not doing it, whichever Ozzy was right. You know, like, oh, this kid killed himself and this was the thing playing. OK, because he was playing the the tape or whatever. But that doesn't mean that's why he did, did it. it, you know. But in Ozzy's song, if you listen to the lyrics, that's not what it's about, you know. And people talk about it. Well, look at TLC's um, Waterfall. 
That's about AIDS, and it's not about the gay community AIDS. Mm -hmm. It's about people doing heroin mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, Tom uh, Thomas Dolby has a song called um, "Beauty of a Dream," and it's this. I think that's the right one. No, Neon Sisters, and Neon Sisters is about somebody that used a dirty needle, and you get that, and it's like, no, that wasn't intentional, but you're doing it, and the way TLC song plays out. You're living this lifestyle. You're out here doing you're, things you shouldn't be doing. You like, know you should be doing. to the rivers and the lakes that you're used there to. There you go. The greatest part of that video is when the mom or the grandmother is walking down the street and the ghost of the kid is trying to. Oh my God, that just rips. That my was heart a very out. deep video. It was a deep video. That was a deep video. But God, what a great song, you know. And then of course Prince did "Sign of the Times," great song, uh, talking about you know. My cousin was, he was doing pot or smoking pot and now he's, it's three months later and he's doing horse and he's doing heroin. And it's like, because you do that, because that leads to that. And people that I have known that grew up in, especially urban situations, end up in gangs and things like that because of this is the only thing. thing. So you don't know what somebody's going through. You know, that, that privilege thing of I grew up in a white suburban, well, not really, but a mostly white suburban neighborhood. But there's things that happen to people. Luckily, my my circle of friends is vast. Or well, my circle of really close friends is small. My so circle of friends, though, and acquaintances that I've known over the years, I know people from all over the world, and, and I stay in touch with them. And I love that because I get their perspective on things. You know, I have a friend in Japan, and I will send him a message and say, okay, so did you see this? And he'll be like, yeah. And I said, what do you think? Because from his point of view, it's a whole, it's whole different, different thing. He's a black man who lives in Japan. He's married to a Japanese woman. They have two gorgeous little girls. Um, and he is, uh, he has a completely different perspective on things. And I, I adore, he's such a great guy. And mm -hmm. I will send him a message and I say, hey, did you see such a thing? He goes, yeah. I said, what do you think about that? And he knows what I'm doing. He's like, I'm trying to get this. Get but you know, you have to open yourself up. Right. Mm -hmm. So when something happens, like with Chester Bennington or Chris Cornell or Robin Williams, Amy Winehouse, Kurt Cobain, any of these artists, what is, why are you such a troubled artist? Why is this doing it? Kurt Cobain, that was easy. He hated the fame machine. Mm -hmm. um, and he was very vocal about that. He was very vocal about that. He just wanted to play music. Uh, Amy Winehouse, serious drug problems. But why? There's a cause. There's there always a cause. cause behind that. And you know what? Instead of instead of us trashing what happens to somebody, and when we think we know better, even though we're not in their situation, maybe we should look at it and go, "Well, yeah, what led to that?" We need to research that. We need to find out what the cause was so that we understand. Instead of putting them on TV and making uh -huh. memes and you know we laughing need, at them, we don't need to laugh at them. We, we need should to laugh be with them. Support. We don't need go. to laugh at them. We need to laugh with them, but we need to also understand. Yeah. And I think we need to get to that point. You get to know somebody. You know, Mark Twain said that travel was endemic to prejudice and, and bigotry because you, you met people. And there's a great quote that he, Mark was a smart guy. Um, he said a lot of stuff like that. He said, when you travel, you meet people and you learn things about them and you start learn to understand. Mm -hmm. I hate when people say they're tolerant of something. That was the best thing I think the Navy could have done for me. Oh, because you people, got to go there. Because yeah, I got to travel to yeah. those places and meet people from and different cultures. People. Which, I mean, I grew up in New York, so I was already meeting people from different yeah, cultures. But still. but still, it wasn't the same as being exposed to people from different countries. Puerto Ricans from New York and Puerto Ricans from Puerto Rico are very different very people. Very different. Very different people. You know, the white people in New York are very different from the white very people in Jacksonville, you know. So, exactly. Well, you know, I used to tell the kids we were talking about West Africa. And I was telling about the diamonds and, and Blood Diamond, that, that movie, which is true. And I had a, a professor in undergrad and she was from, she had lived in West Africa for 
15, 17 years. And so she taught this class on West African studies. It was one of the best classes I ever had. And I was telling the kids about it when we were talking about Indian history. And I'm like, you know, you can't go there. And they're like, well, I'm black. I'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, you're American black. Yeah, and they different. will spot you when you get off the plane. Yes. And I said, and there are diamonds on the ground. And you will be tempted to pick them up. And I said, before you do, you look around and you'll see a whole bunch of people that don't have hands. And that's why. And that's why. Because they messed with the warlord's diamonds and you don't do that. Unless you're picking them up for okay. him. And they're like, are you, you kid? I'm like, look it up. That's what look we talked about last week. You know, when you go to different cultures, different countries, yeah. being well versed on their cultures and what you can and cannot do as a visitor. Well, you know, the, everybody says that the French are snobs and that's not true. The French appreciate it when you try to learn their language. I think anybody, when you go somewhere else, you should at least know. You should at least. Well, that's know. the thing, like, like I was saying, this is about Americans. And I was like, uh, well, you know, we expect people from other countries to come here and acclimate yeah. to us, but we don't want to go but over we there, don't go there and, do and acclimate to that. I, I, I have a song that I wrote that I have not recorded um, because I wrote it. Uh, I'm a huge Mary Chapin Carpenter fan, and I wrote it, and it was inspired by her. And I really would love to just give it to her. Well, you don't have to pay me for it. Here, just, just record it. You put my name on it, but you go sing it because it's her. And it's about that. It's about how we, we on the news, you know, we tell about something and we smile about it. Or, we, you know, well, there was a car wreck on 95 today. Right. And we, and that's not right. Um, we don't take the time to understand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bad thing. And I think like you traveling with the Navy and me traveling, I, I, you know, fortunately, I've been to a lot of really cool places and I met a lot of really cool people. And I love that. I love being able to have friends that are all over the place and that I can learn from, you know, because the people in uh, when I, the, the first time I went to London, we were going to a show and we walked up and there's a doorman standing there. He's a very large black man. And he was standing there like this, you know, he was standing there in front of the door like this. And his it, it wasn't a tuxedo, but it was like a like an usher looking outfit. Very, mm. very, very fancy. You know, he's big. He looked reminds you of. Uh, Bing, um, Bing Rames. Bing Rames, or mm. who was the guy that was in Green Mile? Oh, uh, Michael. Yeah, yes, yes. Dunlap. Yeah. Michael Dunlap. Was it Dunlap? No, Michael. The guy who died. The guy who died. I know you talking about. But he was in it. So uh, Douglas? Michael Douglas? No. No. Michael. Anyway, Michael it, this guy reminded you of him. And I walked up and I said, excuse me. Um, you know, I'm obviously American in London. And I said, excuse me, are there any tickets for tonight's show? And he goes, yeah, mate, I think there's a few. Go check the counter back, all that. And I looked at him. Not what I was expecting from the black not guy. Not what I was expecting right. from the black guy. And I looked at him and said, can you just come home with me? <laughs> can I put you in my and pocket? And he just kind of looked at me and I said, I'm from the South in America. I would love to just take you around. <laughs> and he, he just, and he got it. He was so funny. And he goes, yeah, I know. I'm not leaving on you. I said, okay, cool. Okay. He was the coolest guy. He was there when we walked out too. And I got to say goodbye to him. He was just so cool. And it's, but you're not expecting that, you know. And um, some of the people that did workshops for the kids that, in the trip that I just took, same thing, you know, you're not expecting, they, they have a certain look and you're judging on that. And then they open their mouth and you're like, oh, that's not what I was <laughs> expecting. And it's like that. And, but that's that thing, that travel thing takes you out yeah, and gets you to a place where you meet other people. people like you said, different. you start mm-hmm. to understand and you go, oh, so South Africa, I've met a guy who's from South Africa. Um, well, and, and it's like the term African-American is wrong. Uh, African-American, when you say somebody is like Scottish-American, it means they were born there. They came here and became a citizen here. African-American insinuates that you were born, born over Af- there and came over here. But yes, yeah, African, not Ghana-American, not Congo-American, not Nigerian-American, the whole African. continent, which is yeah. not right. So I've met two real African-Americans in my life, and they were from South Africa, and they're both white. They were born there. They came here and became 
citizens. Mm. So saying somebody's that is first a generalization that's wrong. We shouldn't do that, but it's there. And when I've met these people that are from there and they're like, yeah, South Africa's uh, not a safe place. That's what we heard. A lot of stuff about, you know, going on. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. And so then they tell you these stories, but it's not what you think because the media doesn't tell you that. So when you meet somebody that's from somewhere else and you find out, you know, if I ever met somebody from West Africa, from any of the West African countries, and they only had one hand, I would know. You would know why. Exactly why. You would know why. And part of my smart ass self would want to go, you should have picked up that diamond, (laughs) didn't My other stuff was like, I'm sorry. You didn't get to keep the diamond or the hand, huh? Yeah, you didn't get to. <laughs> but that's really sad that there's things like that. And I think it's bad that people don't take the time. We're so busy trying to do our thing. We're so mm-hmm. busy running around. Yeah. Like I said in the song, you know, we're trying to, are you the friend in need or are you the friend in need? We right. argue all the time. And we're always trying to do, you know, it would be so easy if we could just see the whole script. But we can't. We can't. So in the meantime, everybody you meet, try and look at things from their point of view. You know? Well said. So if I can write stuff like that, then I'm okay. Yeah. You know, and I like writing stuff that combines things. Like my song "Tough Boy" is actually about three different people. Um, part of it's about me, part of it's about a friend of mine, and part of it. Do y'all know who Christopher McCandless was? Yeah. You ever see the movie Into the Wild? Yeah. You ever see the picture of the kid that took a picture of himself by the bus in Alaska? Yeah. Out in the in the wilderness. Uh-huh. Okay, you need to see Into the Wild. You're gonna, okay. You're gonna cry. Okay. okay. I'm just gonna warn you. Chris McCandless was a real person. He left his family. He left his everything and went out to the wild. Was oh, so it the kid who died? Uh-huh. Okay, yes, yeah. And he went out to Alaska, and um, he left a journal, and his, his sister had the journal made into a book, and they made it into a film. The guy they got to play him in the film looks just like him. It's really spooky. Um, it's a great story. Uh, he, you know, I understand completely why he did what he did. And everybody's like, well, well you know, they try to make excuses. Well, he was kind of autistic. And I'm like, who cares? He left all of this stuff. He literally burned $40,000. He did a lot of stuff like that because he was tired of all of it. And a part of it was his family and all that. But the song is partly about him because, you know, you had to, but you had to be a tough boy. You had to do this thing. You had to live up to this expectation because nobody wants to understand you. So we do that. So I love combining things like that in songs. And so if I can do that with people that I've known, I, I never, I'm not like Taylor Swift though. I don't put it out there. For <laughs> exactly. Everything. No, this is the one. Every, <laughs> Every single one. Every single one. You know, but she's made a ton of money off of it. So, you know. More power to her. Yeah. Well, this has definitely okay. been super insightful. Um, it's been fun. One, one of the longest episodes we did. Yeah, but you're going to edit. So, you know. Well, we'll edit it and do like a two part. Because normally, I mean, we're like two and a half hours. Are we really? I don't even know what time it is. So. Yeah, it's one eleven. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one eleven. Well, y'all were late. We still started. <laughs> <laughs> we started at 10.30. Started oh, did we start? 10? Yeah. Okay. Started so you may have that. to. So you're going to have to edit creatively. So. Yeah. So we'll yeah. edit to, uh, you know, two-part series because there's a lot of good stuff. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Please. Thank you. Thank right. you. This was This was this amazing. Is amazing. We have to yeah, do this again. We have to like, do this again. Yeah. Well, I'm try this is the first time we've done it this right, way. Right. So. Right. Well, Traveling. I'm going to see if I can hook you up with the studio um, because that would be cool. I think he would really like that. Um that would yeah. be neat. And you could go there and do it. Um, that would be fun. It won't be after funeral, so we'd be better prepared. There you go. <laughs> and um, but let me talk to him. And if okay. he's cool, then I'll say, okay, look, you need to, I'll send you guys some stuff and y'all can come. And if I think of anybody else that might be cool, the voice actor might be a good thing too. Um, but uh, just in general, writing and acting and stuff like that. And, um, but I think, you know, I love what you're doing. I think it's really cool that you have this platform and you can talk about stuff and you can, oh, thank you. you know, you can do so many. Yeah. different things that you mm-hmm. have access to yeah. you know, we're trying, so. we're trying, we're trying. And we're I, trying. I, I thank you so much for 
letting oh. me be part of it. Oh, of course. Go ahead, go ahead and shout out uh, where people can find you again, just to be sure. Oh, on Instagram. Well, Instagram and Facebook, it's Jay's Tribe. Uh, if you just put, I don't think there's an apostrophe on the Facebook one. Let me see. The Homegirl Club <laughs> is going to go remember. ahead and follow you right now. Um, That's J-A-Y. J-A-Y. On, on Facebook, it's J-A-Y-S-T-R-I-B-E. One word, two words? Two words. On Instagram, it's one word. Jay's Tribe. Jay's Tribe. Go ahead and, and follow. Yeah, and the reason it's Jay's Tribe, I've been thinking about changing it, but the reason it's Jay's Tribe is because I have a song called Tribe of One. And and it's from the Better Late Than Never album, and that's where it kind of came okay. from. Okay. And so, you know, I'm not really a tribe, and I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have a tribe. You're but a tribe I'm, of one. I'm a, I'm a tribe of one, and um, so it's kind of that. But on Instagram, yeah, it's Jay's Tribe, all one word. And there's some videos on there with some clips from the new album, and I'm going to post a new video with a with some clips from this stuff. And um, I'll put on the Instagram page, which we'll share to the Facebook page, and I'll put the link to this whenever this comes out. and you know, part one and part two. And if you listen to this one, you get the exclusive acoustic version yes. of a song which doesn't exist anywhere else. So that'll be kind of cool. That'll be exciting. And Donna, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram at the underscore homegirl club. I think I already know that. Yes, you are following me. I, 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 yes. I just sent it to you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I am now. Okay. And you can also follow us on TikTok as well. We should the totally do a picture that you could post. So, yes. yes. Yes, you should before we go. And you yes. can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean as well. And as yes. always, if you haven't done it yet, join the club. The Homegirl Home Club. Club. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.